Welcome to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Join us as we share our favorite RPGs, one-shot games, tabletop games, reviews of items, and convention panels, and other exciting things that we run into from time to time. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim and Kelly with Creative Plan Podcast Network. Hello! We are here at August the 30th. The first day of CocoCon in Phoenix. The second to last day of RPG a Day 2019. Kind of sad. You know how I enjoyed these. Yes. Wish we would have had more of the group together. But that, would, that would have been just nice. But CocoCon, going to be fun. Lots of writers, yeah. lots of cool things. Lots of gaming going on, by the way. CocoCon has a gaming panel. They alternate all games all day. I'm going to get some photos and stuff. I have to sh- share that on the Facebook page. That's... Facebook.com slash Creative Plan Podcast Network. So, now that I've thrown out that Facebook connection, do you know what the word of the day is? No, actually, I do not. It is connection. 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 It's a very deep word. Lots of metaphoric levels there. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, for connection, I would have to say the connection um, between the players, mm-hmm. you know, for the gaming group. That connection is key. You get a character or a player who whose character and the player themselves do not connect oh. with the others in that group. Mm-hmm. It can bring the entire group down. It can end the campaign. It can totally end the campaign because... There's one person who's basically sucking the fun out of it, um, just because either they're just difficult to deal with, or they they just they got to be the star, or they don't want to do what the rest of the group is doing. They're not on board. Mm-hmm. Then why are you there? Because I want to be the yeah, I want to be the character that they're they're insisting on playing a character that is you know anti-social hermit. What's the why bother being an adventurer? Go live in a cave somewhere. You know, so it's like, I know that the player may is has this idea of the character in their mind, but that character is not meshing with the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. And that can kill a party. You know? No, no, you're can, absolutely right. And, and, or if, and if that player is, you know, or just being difficult... Um, it can just stop a group. I've had conversations with players when they've like popped out the here's my character concept and I'm like, so you say, oh my special snowflake. That way I'm not using names. I love your character concept. It's not good for this game. Mm-hmm. 
Because honestly, this character concept is amazing and I love it. And I totally will write a game for this character concept if you put them in the back burner and we use them later. But right now, this session zero is for this plotline storyline. And while I love the idea of your cool Lone Wolf McQuaid Wolverine mashup who's like Batman, it doesn't work with the Justice League. Yeah. You know, it's one of those of you have to get that synergy and connection with each other of the, okay, so you're saying your character is the loner who will always be away from the group. How does that connect to the group in the dungeon? Now, it could be you're that douchey rogue that was basically given a choice hanging or joining the adventure party as their scout. Totally could be a thing, but you know, you need to make sure your character has a connection with the group, even if it's something like, ha ha ha, I make snarky comments now as a player. Make sure you connect with your fellow player to make sure this character connection is okay before you use it, because it could cause more problems. That, ha ha ha, my rogue is pulling the pigtails of this other character constantly. You know, your classic Gimli Legolas, where they're constantly fighting. But, of course, like all good players, connect with your other player and make sure, hey dude, I got this idea, I want our characters to hate each other, but kind of respect each other in a secret way. So that way, the group gets to see, and by the way, if you ever do that and have a private connection with the GM and the two players know that they do this, but the rest of the party doesn't, you can get some amazing role-playing at the table where the rest of the group's like, uh, and the GM just winks at the party to roll with it. So those type of connections are great in a game. And make sure that as a group, you do have synergy in that connection. Because the whole idea is, in almost any RPG, you are a unit working together. You can either be the dirty dozen tripping over each other, and I think a bunch of them die in the first and second movie, or you can okay. be... Okay, the, the bunch of them die at the end of yeah. the first movie. Uh-huh. Or you can be this crack team like the Avengers, that even though they have growing pains in the first Avengers movie, by the second Avengers movie, they are so smooth and connected that even though they snark at each other, they have cool team tactics they do together. You know, it could be Captain America doing the aid action, giving Iron Man the advantage when he reflects a magic missile off the shield. Even though you don't need to roll an attack for magic missile. We'll say Freezing Ray. You know, so that way you have those levels of connections built up. But yeah, I agree. Connecting and connections in the player group, in the player character group, because those are two separate groups. You know, one is the people, one is the players. Exactly. And as a gaming group as a one. Because, you know, when you have that connection as a group, things happen amazingly. You know, you get the trust of the GM that the players trust what the GM says when they make a call. You know, it sounds your butts. Cool, let's roll with it and go. Or the when the player has that connection with the GM where you can go, but kind of, don't you think this might be able to happen? And the GM would be like, you know what? Yeah, since you really want to have it happen, Lulu Cool says, yes, it does. You know? Because there's a lot of times your GM doesn't have that connection with the player. And when they try to do the whole finagle, pull a fast one, it comes out as a fast one and not them saying, hey, I think this might be a thing. What do you think? But as for connection, for me, I'll throw out there that an important part of gaming is not only your connection with your players in and out of the game, because you should honestly be communicating out of game like that. Kelly, unfortunately, doesn't do Facebook, so she misses most of the Facebook chats that go on with our gaming groups, though I screenshot a lot and share. So make sure you're connecting with your gaming group because it's good to know, like, if you can't make it to a game because you're sick a couple days before, 
warn them so we can make alternate ideas. Or you can also do game stuff out of game. Like say you guys ended off at you're in the town and you've got a week to kill. So what's the out of what's the out of game action you're doing? And in text you can communicate to the group that hey I'm doing this, and somebody says cool I want to tack on that and I'll do this and they do teamwork on stuff. You know so you get that great connection in and out of game and unless you had something to throw in there. No. Okay. And make sure you connect with other gaming groups and your gaming community. Because, like, there's the D&D Facebook group, since I've already shamelessly plugged our Facebook group, that the D&D Facebook group where a lot of new GMs are saying, hey, it's my first game tomorrow night, what, what, what advice do you have? And it's beautiful, because, like, half the GMs are all saying just have fun. Yeah, because you've always promoted the whole GMs, getting together with other GMs. Yeah, GM support groups is a major one, because you can get these GMs together who, like, mash ideas out of, like, okay... My brain is mentally exhausted. I'm on E. This is what's happening. What do you think? And the nice thing with GM on GM conversations is you can actually tell the dirty little secrets that you can't tell your players, but you can soundboard somebody else's ideas. And you can help uh, them improve their games mm -hmm. with, with different perspectives. And it's cool because you can give another GM an idea that's alien to them but common to you, but his gaming group knows nothing about it. So all of a sudden the GM has some cool, magnificent idea they never saw because, much like the Day of Surprise, they go, we never thought you would have thought of that. And then they're like, hey, 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 I thought of it this morning. And you do the evil, <laughs> evil finger. And that way you can you can try different angles on things. It's like, you know, sometimes you know you can connect with the group and just say, Hey, guys, I made the, the, the horrible mistake of giving my group this magic item. I don't want to be an asshat and take it from them because that's cheap, mm -hmm. which it really is. And, but this happens more often than not that either I've given them too much technology, cash, a ship, something cool. Crotosis armor in Star Wars, which is ridiculous. Don't ever give your players that because you throw thermal detonators at them to hurt them. Things like that. They get GM to the point of he's just like, screw it, let's burn the forest down to kill the adventurers. <laughs> Talking to other GMs can give you ideas and refresh your, your, your fuel. You know, They can re-inspire your idea machine of the, dude, okay, you got one guy in indestructible armor. Cool. Have you ever thought of sinking him in quicksand? Take the armor off in order you to You know, would you like to die or ditch your indestructible armor and come back later for it? You know, so there's always workarounds that you can come up with. You know, you give a player too much money. Great. You know how many medieval cities, when you walk in the door, the tax collectors there raise are taxing anything you're walking into town with? Is that a vocal sword there? I currently value that at 100 million gold coins. Do you have 10,000 gold coins for your taxes to import that? Because for all I know, you're coming here to sell it. <laughs> so so there's ways of like resource depletion yeah but, but then you're getting taxed on both ends and that's not fair how are they taxed on the front end because and hit points <laughs> <laughs> again we go back to resource management so it's one of those of make connections with folks out there even if you want to play a game and a table group doesn't have a slot, make a connection with that gaming group because that means when they do have an open seat, you might get that seat to come play. You know, if you're a GM that's so tired of running and never playing, talk to other GMs and say, God, I'd love hey, to get in on a Hey, you spot open on your game, yeah. jump in on it. Yeah, 
And that's a great way of making connections. Mm -hmm. Also of learning different game styles, styles. play styles. Mm -hmm. Also too, like you can get a new GM and you'd be like, hey dude, do you want me to sit in on a game session or two? And then I'll give you my feedback that your players know nothing about. Mm -hmm. And then I just tell you, hey guys, sorry, schedule change. I can't make it to another game. So that way I get to sit, hang, get some gaming in, and then back off and leave another beautiful GM feeling strong and powerful and evolving from a Bulbasaur to whatever comes next. <laughs> the big scary turtle with the big cannons. <laughs> so that way they become a better GM because they actually are, feel safe that someone has validated my GMing. Because as a GM, a lot of time you have that actor's performance and that buyer's remorse of the, oh my god, this sucked, they hate me, they're horrible, they all left quiet. Now, granted, we had such a great session, they're all stunned and shocked that they made it through this thing. But the GM is thinking, dude, I fucking phoned that in, I suck, I'm a horrible human being, I yeah. wasted their life. Well, and also, depending on where you live, um, you may not have... That's true. A whole lot of people in the gaming circle. In the gaming circle. So then you can make connections through um, like online ones like Roll Twenty. Mm -hmm. You know, and that type of thing can help. And you can game online. At least get a moose bouche of gaming and you know yeah. influence. So that way you get a taste of gaming or hell, just watch YouTube videos or Twitch mm -hmm. accounts and get to enjoy vicariously their gaming feel. Exactly. And hey, then you can get online and give me comments. And more importantly, you can thumbs up and make that thumbs up connection because that's how other people get connected. They like that video. So social media. You know, social media is your friend. Don't be a troll because yeah. only D&D players will tell you acid and fire kill trolls. <laughs> no one wants to get burned like that. Don't be a troll, but Give feedback, share what you love, make connections within connections. I mean, that's what Facebook was first for, is connecting with people. You know, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Cultivate an attitude of gratitude as well. Oh, the attitude of gratitude. I haven't yeah. heard that one in a while. I like yeah. that. Um, just because uh, uh, there's a lot, I mean, it's easy to go to the negative. Yeah, it really is. You know, I mean, I'm a born pessimist, you know. I'm like, ah, uh, but I try to see the positive. And when you're making connections with people, focusing on the positive makes for a better connection. Mm -hmm. Makes more for a more honest connection. I mean, like I always tell everyone, social media, honest, but a better. You know, thumbs up, happy face, share good thoughts, give congratulations. If it's something negative that you're just going to add venom to, just swipe by. Just continue on. You know, don't don't donate part of your life that you'll never get back to the negative part. Don't feed the trolls. Yeah. As Professor Elemental would say. Has a song. Yep. Stop. Please don't feed the, the trolls. trolls. And yes, you should listen to that song. It's on YouTube, I'm sure. <laughs> and give him a thumbs up because he likes that. And he's an awesome person. Yes. And again, another connection. Because if you go to conventions, you can make connections too. Conventions are great for making new friends, making new connections. You know, you get lifelong friends. Even if you only see each other once or twice a year, they're lifelong friends. You know, you've made that connection. You've got con face. Yeah. From across the room, I see you and I come run here to give you a hug. <laughs> con face. I forgot your name, but I, I knew your I face. Know, I know. We've ganged together, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hey, had that just last the other night at the events, you know. Hey, you were in my game. I'm like, yes, I was. And you had a 
great time running that game. It's, it's good to make those connections. You know, you can be at a convention and then somebody say, Honey, it's Runehammer from Drunks and Dragons. I'm like, Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> yeah, we were hanging out earlier today, baby. I promised them a drink. Because <laughs> he's great people. So these are the connections that we make. That's why we game. I mean, if we didn't want to make connections, we would be playing single player games on our PS4s at home and or not reading books. books. Or reading books. Even then, you make a connection with the writer. Yeah, but you're not making connections with other people. Sure. That's so, just connecting with the story. And that's the same thing as if you were playing a person, you know, first person shooter or mm -hmm. something, or um, uh, just a game. In general, yeah. So I challenge you all to go out there before the end of next month and connect four. Basically go out and connect with four different people, which means just running one game or playing <laughs> a new game with a group of five people and there's your connect four. You connect with four new human beings, even if it's just a one-time connection. And that's a fun game too, connection. Connect, connect four. four. Yeah. Yeah. Totally a fighting game. Alrighty, guys, it's almost the end of the month. I'm going to be shutting the gate for the most part. Okay, we're, yeah. we're packing up now. Okay, because John can reopen it. Okay. But I'll wait till you're done. Okay, we're packing up now. So I guess we'll save the last for later. The 31st is last. We will save the best for last. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening. On the battlefield, I'm a warrior, ready to kill or be killed. I've defeated orcs from the north, sent Kandorian demon spawns back to the depths, and drank with Sumerian heroes. But when I get back from a hard day of disemboweling my enemies, I enjoy nothing more than to open my castle doors and find a dungeon crate as my reward for blood well spilled. Designed for role players and tabletop gamers, Dungeon Crate is a monthly subscription box service with a treasure hoard of loot you can use on or off the battlefield. Miniatures, dice, tokens, coins, maps, modules, terrain pieces, handcrafted items, RPG jewelry, and more are yours for only a few gold per month. You even get a digital crate along with a physical one as an added bonus. So what say you? Are you ready for postal glory? DungeonCrate.com. Let the adventure begin!